Episode 88. I'm just going to let the people know right off the bat. Buckets is in rare form today. <laughs> That's not true. Before the microphones turned on, uh, Buckets is uh, went on a, a Michael Irvin tangent because this is, in fact, the Michael Irvin episode. Yes. 88. So uh, shouts to Michael Irvin. Ocho Ocho. Now, do we want to... ESPN, the Ocho. The soundboard is coming soon. See, and one of the reasons that I want the soundboard is so that I can play us in. I want to be able to play us in with stuff. You don't understand the complexities of a soundboard you have to program the sounds in beforehand yeah i'm gonna program it in i mean this song every time no it'll it'll switch up shouts to lauren hill shouts to the fujis shouts to proswell the unsung hero yes 90 degrees underneath palm trees When they beat when they meet their four hundred pound mate, yo, how good are the Fuji? They're so good. One. Hang on a second. Start the clock. There it is. Make it official. Um, shouts to the Fujis. You know, I've been listening to a lot of older music recently. Okay, and it's so good. I forgot how good it was because now I revisit the classics often. But this album, and you said that this might be your favorite album of all time. I, I don't know if I'd say my favorite album of all time. It's my most listened to album of all time. The, the score. score. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a damn masterpiece. Yeah. It's, it's really, really good. So um, shouts to them. Yeah. And like you said, Proswell, Unsung Hero. Yeah, I agree with that too. You, now, Akon is on that album. Really? Yeah. He's on the, the Fuji La remix. One of the Fuji La remixes. Really? Yeah. How did I not know that? Wow. Bucket schooling me on music. This just, is back when you listen to music. It, well, it just goes to show you that some people blow up overnight and some people are in the game for 15 years before he did soul survivor and actually became like a mainstay in music. Yeah, it's true. And I think he's like, he might be like 50 now. I'm not sure. He's been around for a while. He's 50. I actually saw that he, um, is building like a huge thing in Africa, all funded by a cryptocurrency that is his called a coin. Yeah. I think that's, but I think that's old news though. I think I saw it today. Really? Yeah. Damn, I, some update on it. I think he's done a ton of charitable work, but but I don't know enough about it to really speak on it. But I do want to say shouts to him. Yeah. Shouts to him for the charity. You know, we're, we're all for the charity. Now, before we jump into the meat and potatoes, all right? The, shouts, main, the, the entree. Exactly. Um, shouts to the Wolfpack. Yeah. We all we got. We all we got. Patreon.com forward slash Mr. Former Simpson. If you want to get down with the get down, lots of cool stuff. We do a, a monthly community give back. Yep. A wolf pack feast. A wolf pack give back. Yeah, wolf pack give back. There it is. Plus a lot of other really cool stuff. Bonus episodes. Now our podcast. Exclusive drops. Exactly. Exclusive on civilized stuff, which we just dropped something yep. that's available right now on the Patreon page. So uh, go check it out. We'll put a, a link in the in the details. In the episode notes. In the show notes. There you go. And another thing that we do is a weekly greetings and salutations. Yes. To the so, new members. Exactly. To the new members, a public thank you, a public welcoming, welcoming. and acknowledgement. So yeah. first up is one of our favorite people, Christine. Oh. Multan. Yeah. Baby, baby. Baby, baby. Shouts to baby, baby. One of our favorite people. One of the best people, probably. Probably. Much better Earth. than you. 
I won't argue with that. I definitely won't argue with that. Now, I often say, name a better duo than you and I, yes. mostly because of me. I'm kind of like drag you around. Wow, that's that's not really how duos work. But. If there were a better duo, it might be Wit and Christine. Yes, I, I, I'll sign that. I might give them a slight edge over us. Because you suck and you're weighing me down. Wow, okay. See, all right. Buckets just uh, took a... Exactly what I said. Okay, so buckets. Buckets is going back to fifth grade with it. I'm rubber. You're glue. Whatever you say to me bounces back to you. Classic. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. Whoever, whoever supplied it, denied it. Okay. (laughs) Then there was like a kid who knew like every comeback, and you're like, oh, I guess I farted, dude. Leave it to buckets to somehow take it back to fart humor. Okay. Who cut the cheese? Okay. That that was the funniest. I was actually going to say that to the other day to somebody. Who cut the cheese? Okay. <laughs> buckets. Leave it to buckets to uh to hit us with some fart humor. Now, moving on. All right, let's let's okay. I, let's put that behind us. No, no pun intended. Okay. Wow, okay. I see what you did. I see what you did there. Shouts to Michael Dorsey. Yeah. All right. Um, the Dorse man. The Dorse man. The Dorsinator. Yeah. Uh M Dorse. Does he does he greet you on his dorsal fin? Mm, all right. So Buckets is getting uh Buckets is getting nerdy with it. No, I'm getting Ace Ventura with it. Buckets is getting... I'm a doctor, not a tool man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say what you are. You're a mix between Joe Dirt. Okay, no. Bill Nye, the science guy. Okay, I accept that one. And... (laughs) And Steve Irwin? Yes. And uh, Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Not Pee Wee, dude. Pee Wee Herman. Shouts to Thad... Branch, you know, I've always thought Thad was a really cool name. Super cool, short for Thaddeus, Thaddeus or, or uh, Thadador, or Theodore. Is wait, is Thad short for Theodore? No, I think that's Te- Teddy. I think Ted is short for Theodore. All right, I, now that we've thoroughly butchered his name, there we go. Thad, well, welcome. Yeah, Branch, welcome. Glad welcome to aboard, sir. Glad to have you. <laughs> Shouts to Nate, Nate Dog. Just Nate, just Nate. Hey, but we throw the dog on there just out oh. of respect for the. Illest hookmaster to ever do it. You can't deny it. I'm I an mean, effing rider. You don't I mean, want to f with me. You didn't butcher that as bad as you were butchering stuff last week. No, I will I, say that the melodies are a little off sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes the melodies are a little bit off. They definitely are. But well, I want to say something about regulators because it's such a good song, but it's about one guy basically getting robbed, and that's why you'll never hear another song like this because Warren G is basically like. Like rhyming about getting robbed himself. There's Bucket's take on it. Again, with I'm I'm talking about the older, the older rap melody. It's so good. We brings the melody. But if you listen to it, though, it's a story of one guy getting robbed. Yeah, he's keeping it a buck. Yeah, he's keeping it a buck. But that's you know, it's like no, it's like Drake said. You know, caught him slipping once. Okay, so what? They no, but him, you know, they caught him slipping. Yeah, once. Yeah, he he dedicated one bar to the slip. Doesn't matter. Warren G dedicated a whole song and and, it's, and, and it, really and his legacy to the and it's a classic. Yeah, I mean, so shouts to him, shouts to him, and shouts to Nate. Also, Jason. Yes. Again, one name. They're not giving the full governmental. I call enough. him Jace. I'm going Jace with that. I'm going. Hmm. Well, Jace, I, that's what Dr. Melfi in Sopranos calls her son. So now you are, you're a little bit behind, 
like most things. Hey, what do you mean? I watched Sopranos no, first. No, no. Ahead of the curve. Now you're watching Sopranos. Ahead so of the curve. L- let me know. Let me know when you finish the grand finale and we can do a deep dive. We can do a deep dive here on the pod. I'm willing to do it. Okay. I'm willing to do it. Shouts to Vincent. Vincenzo. Vincenzo. I love it. A very esteemed name. Mm-hmm. Very Vincent, much. Right? Like that. There, there's a lot of history in that name. There's a lot of uh, um, valor. I like it. I like it. Very good word. Vincent the Valor. There we go. Sounds like a knight or something. Yes. Into it. Shouts to Ozzy. Ozzy's a baseball player. Buckets doesn't have his phone turned off, so he's he's making noises. No, no, there. it wasn't on silent. It's I got. I, it's I, not off either. But buckets the 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 phone man mid podcast. Ozzy the Shouts wizard. To Ozzy. Uh, Ozzy. Osborne. Ozzy Osborne. Or Ozzy Smith. The wizard. I, Ozzy Osborne bit the head off of a bat and i and started I've, corona i mean I, I don't know i i read some stuff about ozzy osborne a wild wild individual a wild boy a wild drug user i mean yeah i mean the, the the drug use is is pretty evident did he actually bite the head off of a bat so i heard that he did and then i heard it was a fake bat fake bat all right well the jury's still out on that one last but not least robert silpak again very esteemed. Yeah, solid. Very, you know, the, the, an aristocrat. An upstanding citizen. Bobby Sill. You know, hey, we got Sill from The Sopranos. Yep, and Bob we, Sill. And we got uh, we got Bobby Sill from The Wolfpack. Yeah, and we um, also got Bobby Bacliari. There you go. There you go. From he gets, The Sopranos. Yeah, because he's always got two. I like it. Combines. Shouts to The Wolfpack. We want to say thank you to everyone for rocking with us. You know, I think especially when, you know, we're going through stuff, you know, whether it be um, the COVID stuff and and, and kind of getting through the quarantine together, um, whether it be a lot of the civil unrest and a lot of the, you know, racism and stuff that we're trying to attack right now as a country and, and kind of come together and, yeah. you know, or man, just hard times individually yeah. or 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 personally it's it's dope to be able to have a pack have a wolf pack be able to turn these microphones on and 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 kind of do this thing together so uh, everybody will be each buckets, other's crutches that is a line from jay-z what are you doing you drinking alcohol what are you doing no there's a flask here that i got as a wedding gift it was on the table i decided i was going to unscrew it and and screw it the cat back on who right, knows so, why all right so B- buckets is trying to distract me while i'm getting uh poignant no no so <laughs> no no i you know everybody leans on each other that's how people that's how we can get through this all right do should i should i hit us with the with the lean on me see that's why we need the soundboard no no i'm so, telling you i'm telling you the way that this podcast goes which is stream of thought it's it would never work i could have a few on deck no. i could definitely have a few on deck you could have a few on deck and then you, i could work you, it in you think you're gonna have lean on me on I'm deck a, yeah absolutely i mean it's a classic morgan freeman again talking about the the older music okay the older music is where it's at i'm just saying now we're gonna basically now there was a few from last episode that we didn't quite get to and then there's a bunch of patreon suggested topics for this episode and i was just scanning through very briefly you know we we, we go off the dome we go off the melon we don't Stream do any re- yeah we don't do any research okay we don't fact check yeah. much but i was going through just to see how many how many we had and you know a lot of times the patreon suggested topics it's those are the the best topics to dive into anyway 
So I agree. Being that I want to be able to touch on all of them, plus the ones we missed from last episode, we're pretty much just going to start from that. Okay. You know, we'll just dive right in. I guess the first thing, I guess I somewhat lied. The first thing I want to talk about. Told the fib. Okay. And I don't know if it's in there is the NBA. Yeah. The NBA's back. Tentatively. Yeah, kind of, sort of. We don't really know for sure. We got the, I, w- I want to say we got like kind of the announcement like a month ago where it was like, all right, we're coming back. They didn't necessarily have an exact date. They were trying to nail down the location. Yeah. And they were trying to like get all the owners to approve on a format, but it felt like they were coming back. And now things have been ironed out in a little bit more detail. The dates, the location, yeah. you know, Epcot, Disney and Orlando, et cetera, et cetera. But recently it came out or not came out, but recently it was um, uh, publicized or it was put on ESPN and all over the the news channels that Kyrie is against it. It hit the news cycle. It did hit the news cycle. And there's not much going on in sports. Yeah. So So everything's a story. Exactly. And now this is a valid story, but Kyrie, and he's like vice president of like the players union or something. So it wasn't like just a random NBA player. Not that they shouldn't have a say so too. But Kyrie's not into it because he thinks it will take away from the movement and take away from um, the progress and momentum that has been built here in the wake of the George Floyd murder and some of the other social injustices and, and issues and problems. And so... You know, it's not really, I, I had a bunch of messages and, and mentions on Twitter and stuff, people asking me about it, and I don't really feel like I'm qualified to really speak on that part of it, which is, I can't say, hey, Kyrie, I disagree, or hey, you know, yeah. because I'm a white dude, you know, so how do I look telling a black dude Yo, you shouldn't uh you shouldn't think that way. You shouldn't feel yeah, that way. That's you know, not, that's not our place. Yeah. I agree. But what I will say is that, and then you have like LeBron and some of the other guys, LeBron wants to play. And he said it's not gonna his social impact, like on these injustices, right, is right. not it's not gonna be changed at all. And he said, I think even that it might No, that was Okay, I'm sorry. I'm I'm mixing people up. Bugs was about to misquote LeBron, something you're not allowed to do here on the pod. Basically, I can see kind of both sides of it, right? Yeah. Ky- Kyrie is like, hey, look, like, let's not go back and play basketball. Like, that's not, and then it's gonna kind of distract everyone from what we're doing because they're really you can feel no, a there's mo- momentum. There's definitely a momentum that's that's built and continues to build. And that's a good thing. Yeah. And and there are so many changes that need to be made. And so I feel him on that. I also look at a guy like LeBron, who's been very outspoken. One of the most outspoken athletes probably that we've ever had. You know, you think about outspoken athletes and you think of Muhammad Ali. I would say it's Muhammad Ali and basically LeBron James. It, it's, I, I think that's probably pretty accurate, especially when you factor in how popular and how famous yeah. and how big he is as, you know, a figure and an athlete and a person and a name and a brand and all those things. And it's not new for him speaking out. He's been speaking out. Yeah. So 
I think that he will continue to do that. Now, there's also something in sports that can be very powerful. Well, it, it unifies people. It, it definitely can unify people. But also, you talk about like a platform to send a message, right? I mean, just look at what Colin Kaepernick did with the taking a knee. Yeah. Right? How much that, and now, finally, Roger Goodell is like, okay, I understand it now. Yeah. And he just came out the other day and was like, hey, maybe an NFL team should hire and we would support that. Yeah. It's like, damn, dog. You know, a few years too late, yeah, homie. Too, too little too late on Goodell's part. You know, it's, I mean- it's it's good that they're moving in that in that direction for sure. But but for Goodell, I'm saying for himself, he's not been as a commish, not a good commish. Yeah, well, I, you know, it's it's well known that we're not fans. I didn't watch football for two years. You can uh, verify this. That's true. Two years. I, I don't I don't know if I watched a down of football. Maybe I watched the Super Bowl one of those years. But basically, for two full years, I did not watch the NFL because I didn't like it as a league and an organization and I didn't like what they stood for. I didn't like the way they treated players. I didn't like the Kaepernick thing. I didn't like a lot of it. So, um, and now they're kind of coming around point being that sports is a hell of a platform. Yeah. And, you know, you think about something that we see a lot in magazines and, and sports documentaries and it's the, the two black athletes at the Olympics or with the gold medal and they're throwing up the power fist. Yeah. Right. Like that's a hell of a stage to be sending that message yeah. on. So I do think that things can continue and momentum can continue to be built even with the NBA back. But I also understand where Kyrie and Steven Jackson are coming from. And I, I understand that as well. And then there, there's other guys like like Lou Will I saw was on that side. For sure, for Avery sure. Avery Bradley, Dwight yeah. Howard, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's right. Dwight Howard I saw too, who's LeBron's teammate. Yeah, and, and Avery Bradley as well. Right, and ultimately, I guess I didn't see the Avery Bradley one, but yeah, ultimately, players should be able to decide what they want to do. I mean, that that's what it comes down to. And then, now, they aren't being paid right now. Yeah. So for some guys, it's that matters. You know, they're that's what a lot of people don't realize too is a lot of NBA players, you're you're – everyday role player NBA guys, a lot of them. I mean, they don't have savings enough to just withstand them. It just depends. I mean, I've known eight NBA players who live paycheck to paycheck, believe yeah. it or not. And I know that sounds crazy, but every couple of weeks they get a $200,000 check or 150,000, whatever it is. And they need that money. They've got bills to pay and people who rely on them. And yeah. so each guy should be able to make his own decision. I agree. I believe that. Aside from all of that and everything that we've already mentioned, there's also still COVID-19. Yeah. So that's a thing too. And, you know, with the protests and people being in closer proximity and stuff like that, it, it's a little bit like, uh-oh, because- you Oh, the second wave is- Right. You don't want there to be another spike. And there has been some spikes, but you don't want there to be like a real spike yeah. where we have to shut everything down again and it turns into- you know, everyone quarantined and not leaving. And so there's a lot that goes into it. And uh, we're not the guys who make those decisions above for, our pay grade. Yeah. Fortunately, because that's uh, those are, those are tough decisions to yeah. make, but I, I do miss sports. Having said that I'm okay with 
whatever is decided. Like, I have no problem if I got to wait till next season for basketball. I got no problem at all with that. I agree with that. I, I saw today, though, that Adam Silver said he thinks that the, the points that have been brought up by the players union and those guys right. can be handled, can be resolved, and people can come to a happy agreement. Yeah, and, and that doesn't surprise me either. And Adam Silver is a much better commissioner than Goodell. Way better. And much, I, much better. I, I guess the MLB guy sucks Manfred. Yeah. For one, he decided not to vacate the World Series. So I hate him for that. Yeah, we hate him for that, for the for the trash throws, yeah. But I just, some guy in the Cubs basically just tweeted Adam Silver last night and said, yo, Adam Silver, like, yo, at Adam Silver, you up? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's very funny. Anyway, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens, and uh, we'll be here. Yeah. We'll be here one way or the other. Now, let's jump into some of these suggested topics. Actually, this looks like it's from last week, so we'll, we'll cycle through to those after. Okay. This week, we have Jordan Venegas. Yes. What is a grail shoe you want but don't have in the collection – and why do you want like it so much? Keep up the amazing work. Love being a member of the pack. Jordan, we appreciate you. Love uh, having you here, brother. Starting off with a sneaker question. All okay. right, not mad at it. Yeah. We, we don't talk much about sneakers. I said that on last episode when we had a couple questions. So a grail sneaker that I want but don't have. Do you want to go first or you want me to go? I don't have one, but I know what you're going to say. I'm going to say the Air Max 90 Bacon. That's what I was going to guess. I like that sneaker a lot. It's a very New York City sneaker. The Air Max 90 is one of my favorite sneaker silhouettes of all time. It's a sneaker that I've never owned. Like with some pairs, I've owned them, sold them, and then I'm like, ah, I need those back. Yeah. Like the Kobe 6 Grinch. Had them, sold them, and then got them back. Yeah. So, and there's there's a few like that. I'm actually looking over to my left here because there's a bunch of sneakers back here. But um, yeah, I would say it's probably the bacon. It's probably the bacon. Yeah, I don't have one. The, yeah, I'm, I'm going bacon with it. We're, we're, we're keeping it very New York City. Yeah. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Salt, pepper, ketchup. Yep. One word. Salt, pepper, ketchup. When you go to the bodega, you order bacon, egg, and cheese. Salt, pepper, ketchup. It's one word. Yeah. There's no spaces in between those. Yeah. Talon Aplar. Now it seems all but official that there will be no baseball season. Okay, you're oh, just yeah. talking baseball. How detrimental could this be to baseball as it is known as the summer sport? With the NBA resuming in the summer and baseball nowhere to be seen, if you guys already talked about this, then just ignore the comment entirely. Much love, as always. Keep up the great content, fellas. Uh, Taylor, we appreciate you, brother. Um, I don't know. I mean, baseball is in the dumps. You know, I love baseball, right? Like, the little kid in me is always going to love baseball. I mean, I love baseball, too, I, and I love the Yankees. I love Specifically, the I love the Yankees much more than I love baseball. I'll agree with that. I'll co-sign that. Like Yankees is like my favorite franchise ever, and I'm not even like same. a super baseball guy. I guess same. I'm probably more of a baseball guy than you probably a little bit, but yeah, we're not like, I don't watch every Yankees game. You know, I check every score. Yeah. You know? I, I guess I checked the scores also, and there was one year, because we didn't grow up with cable, so I wasn't really like, we used to listen to the radio. We used to listen to the radio a lot. Our our dad, here's a little fun fact, our Faja still to this day listens to Yankee games on the radio. Yeah. We'll sit there and listen to a whole Yankee game. You want to talk about a hardcore Yankee fan. Yeah. Our pops 
is a hardcore Yankee fan. And and we love the Yankees too. I guess for me, what baseball reminds me of is being a young kid in New York City, taking the train up to old Yankee Stadium, sitting in the bleacher seats, which were super cheap. You know, if you had enough money for, you know, a dog and just living the good life a out f- there. A Frankfurter. You know, just um, living the good life. Yeah, but... Bronx Bombers. Yeah, but basically, I think that... Um, I actually just started watching the 30 for 30 about Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Right, they just aired that. And yep. basically, that came after the year that the baseball went on strike. Yeah. They basically stopped playing. So this... so It's not unprecedented. It's not unprecedented for baseball. I, I guess I agree with that, and... And the popularity of baseball is already very low. The only thing that I'll be upset about is, one, I think the Yankees have a good chance to win the World Series this year. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. And two, John Boy, my favorite breakdown guy. Your favorite breakdown analyst recapper, man. Yeah. Is he does baseball breakdowns. Right. So if there's no baseball season. He'll have to break down. What's he going to do? Have to break down some NBA. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Have to break down some NFL. You know, who Great lip reader. One of the best lip readers. Maybe the best. Um, my take, my final take on it is that I hope baseball comes back. I don't think that a season off will ruin the sport, though. You know, if anything, maybe it'll be more hyped up when it comes back and people will be more excited about it. What do we got here? Nico Fuego. Who wins in a mustache duel, Tom Selleck's Magnum P.I. or Val Kilmer's Doc Holliday? Um, you uh, Huckleberry. Okay. Pretty bad impression. No, great so it's just, just far as no bias, just mustache, Tom Selleck wins. For sure. As far as actual being a badass with the mustache, Doc Holliday wins. For sure. I agree with that. So those, those are my two takes. Wyatt Earp is my friend. Yeah. I mean, I can't not pick Doc. Hell's coming with me. You, that, you, that's Kurt Russell. You do a pretty good Kurt Russell impression. Yeah. I mean, you don't do many good impressions, but Kurt Russell is one of them. I did a great uh, yesterday. Oh, no, the video's going up today. YouTube video? Yeah, the YouTube video. I do a great Larry David. Pretty, pretty. That's so bad. Pretty, pretty good. That's about as bad as pretty when you- Pretty good. That's about as bad as when you did the Michael Scott yelling no. Let's hear Let's hear you do the pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty. No, you did too many plays. No, no, he does a lot. I think he does three. Three no, no, and then no, no. four in total. No, no. All I right. think he does like 15. I'm going to fact check it. We'll, we'll uh, reconvene on next episode. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to exaggerate for dramatic effect. Eh. <laughs> Debatable. Yeah, okay. John Paul Gillett. Hell I think that's Gillette. Gillette. Shit. Gillette like the razor. Yeah. See, I didn't see the E at the end, so I went Gillett. Gillett in the gullet. That happens. Juice or paid in full? Easy answer for me. Paid in full. Paid in full. I love Juice. It's a classic. The uh, 40 Below Timberland Boots that Tupac was rocking. Absolute classics. And uh, shouts to Tupac. One of the illest to ever do it. Oh, it's it. his birthday today. It is his birthday today. So Tupac day. Pac day. Yeah. I still got to go paid in full. I go paid in full. Uh, paid in full I've watched so many times that it's paid in full is so good. Paid in full to me is... So much better than Juice, and I love Juice. Juice is a good movie, but Paid in Full is so much better that it's like not even comparable, really. Paid in Full. I know some people might disagree with that. Paid in Full is the one. Paid in Full is the one. It's an. I mean, you want to? We we've been throwing the word classic around a lot lately, but have we? 
It's a classic. I just said it a few seconds ago. Okay. But yeah. But it's definitely a classic. Okay. Paid in full. New York City. Stand up. We out here. Patrick Pogue. What up, Buckets and Foamzilla? I love it. Foamzilla. Yeah. It's got a nice ring yeah, to it. Yeah, it's solid. Growing up in the Midwest, we had convenience stores, and our local convenience store was called Tom Thumb. Okay. No. Tom Thumb. That sounds like a convenience store in the Midwest. They did not sell gas. I had credit, and Tom Thumb had a local cat. Please let me know what the difference between that and a bodega is. Thanks. Keep up the good work. Wolfpack, we all we got. Did they sell single rolls of toilet paper? That sounds like a damn bodega. Yeah. Now, I mean, you got the credit, so that's good. Yeah. You got the cat on the premises. You got no gas. You got no gas. So all those things are leaning towards bodega. Bodega. I've never visited Tom Thumb. I would have to check it out. Another thing that a bodega has is a hot grill. Is a hot stove. Is a restaurant. (laughs) So I don't know if at Tom Thumb, can you order a bacon, egg, and cheese? Can you order, or forget about, we won't go super New York with it. Forget about chopped cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese. Can you order a turkey and cheese? A turkey sandwich. Can you order an egg sandwich? Can, Can you order stuff like that? You know, so- I got to, you know, let us know where Tom Thumb is and maybe we'll pull up. Yeah. Maybe we'll make a YouTube video, you know, and uh, top five snacks from Tom Thumb. Yeah. Who knows? What a name for a store. Interesting. Also, tell tell Tom that he's got to throw deli on the end of it if he wants to be a bodega. Yeah. And now, if he wants to be considered, uh, not now, but, or not considered bodega, but gourmet deli is what I see. Tom Thumb. A lot of them leaning towards these days. Tom Thumb gourmet deli. Yeah. I like it. Blake Ferguson. So I live in OKC. Okay, we have another Midwesterner here. Yes. Just curious your thoughts on how the NBA can make smaller markets more appealing to big-time players. They've obviously tried to do it, but not really successfully. Outside of drafting a player or trading for one, we won't be bringing in big-time guys. It's rebuild season here. Shea is nice, but we will need more. Okay. Well, I mean, Chris Paul's having a great, like a career year. For sure, but he's older. I mean, you know, he's, t- he's talking about, you know, building something for the future. The answer is, I don't think there is an answer. I, I think that there is an answer, which is basically Westbrook was going to stay if PG stayed. Right, but that's, but therein lies the no, rub, but, though. But, but what they did is it's literally called, I think, the Kevin Durant rule, which is where if you stay with the team— in free agency, you can get like thirty million more dollars. Right. So that's what that's the answer is you you give them the ability to pay more money. You give them the monetary advantage. Yeah. You know, I, I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. But if you look at like even like the Utah Jazz, like they they had John Stockton and they had Carl Malone for basically their whole careers. I guess Carl Malone left at the end for sure, but they drafted him. No, they did draft him. I guess I did. They ever get? No, I mean, no. Jeff the- Hornacek was a was a free agent. Jeff Hornacek, bro? He's yeah. guy's talking about big-time players. He's talking about Jeff Hornacek. I'm talking about possibly, the, I mean, potentially maybe the best free-throw shooter of all time in, all right. in the NBA. All right. Not a big-time player. Would never be described as a big-time player. No, he's talking about the big-time free agents, the big-time guys like that. How do you bring in the LeBrons and the— I mean, even I, if not LeBrons, how do you bring in the the— big name like superstars i mean you have a good program jeff hornacek bro this guy, program, this guy says jeff hornacek i mean i'm talking about i guess program is college organization i think no, that's like part the, of it like the spurs get guys i think that's part of it but the the spurs 
draft really well and 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 have drafted really no, well. No, no, for sure. They draft well, but they also like LaMarcus Aldridge went there. He was a max player. Yeah. Now I'm not a huge LaMarcus Aldridge fan. Yeah, I don't know if he'd quite qualify as like the superstar level, but I think it's always going to be hard to get small market teams the superstars because the superstars want to be in the major markets because their name and their brand does so much as far as you know deals go outside of the basketball contract you know different but i mean look at the knicks it's the biggest market there is and they can't they can't get any free agents to go there for sure but it's not to say that if you're a major market you'll definitely get people but it's to say that if you're a smart that's almost a a separate side of things but if you're a small market it's going to be hard to get guys you know as as a big market if you're run by james dolan and you suck sure it's still going to be hard but the point being the superstars are always going to want to go for the most part to the major market cities i guess i agree with that austin diatri stone cold stone cold steve austin no topic for me this week, as my brain has been all over the place the last few weeks. Just wanted to say much love to you guys and the Wolfpack. Stay safe, homies. P.S. The coffee tolerance is building, and I'm slowly slipping into full-blown addiction. Uh, well, welcome to Coffee Addict Anonymous. Yeah, welcome. We, we, we've been here Glad for Glad to have while. you. What's yeah. up, dude? What, what's up, dude? Welcome aboard. As far as uh, your brain being all over the place the last few weeks, I think that's been most of us, man. I would agree. You know, dealing I co-sign with, that. Dealing with uh, you know, lots of heavy stuff and trying to help and 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 everyone do their part and and work through it together. So definitely feel you. Wolfpack, we all we got. Dexter Saint Jacques. Incredible name. Top five movie soundtracks. Who's the better? So top five movie soundtracks. Space Jam's gotta be number Space one. Space Jam's gotta be up there. Ah, uh, I got that's one I got to think about. But here's the other question: Who's the better villain, Frank White or Nino Brown? So this is one that 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 we can dive into. I'm, I'm gonna go, go Frank White. I'm going Frank White. Just off top, we'll just say. And also, one thing I'm gonna say is that was Biggie's one of his aliases. Yes, it was. So, so that, the, bla- that, the black Frank White, definitely. I love Wesley Snipes. Huge Wesley Snipes fan. Sidney Dean, one of my favorites. Nino Brown, great character. Loosely based on some guys from Detroit, I think. But did they have like a hotel they called the Carter? I don't know if they had a hotel called the Carter, but but I I think the that that character that character and and his kind of crew was based on some Detroit guys. Okay. I, I, I think again, I, I may have to fact check that. I say Frank White because there's something so gangster about the way Christopher Walken talks. You know, no, let, nothing. Let, let, uh, you know what? And that's the scene that I'm going to pull up. He said, yo, you get, you get nada. You get absolutely Nathan. Let me see how quick <laughs> get Nathan. His hair is just phenomenal. His hair. And you know, he's, if you watch that movie, he's very, very young compared yeah. to when I think of walking the, image that i get in my brain is is actually not that one he's i'm looking right here at the youtube thumbnails and he looks a lot younger so here he is here he's walking in you hear you, you hear the the footsteps 
The hard bottoms. I'm going to fast forward this because I know this scene well. Son of a bitch. Listen to this. Okay. How gangster. From here on, nothing goes down unless I'm involved. No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. No nothing. A nickel bag is sold in the park. I want in. I want in. <laughs> you guys got fat while everybody starved on the street. Starved. It's my turn. And he's got Fishburne you there. Live long enough he to does. spend that money, you fucking hump. Ooh, bad mistake. Hey. Ooh. Didn't go well for that guy. Nah, he's don't he's, call walking a hump. Nah. Don't call Frank White a hump, yo. You, you can't do it. I'm tired of getting ripped off by guys like that. Ooh. Ooh, more bullets. You come with me. I'm at the Plaza Hotel. Plaza. You're welcome. You're all welcome. I love it's got to be Frank White. I love the pauses. Like the rhythm at which he speaks is so erratic that it's it's just highly commendable. It's I mean he, he's a goat. He's definitely a goat. And 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 I got to go with Frank White, even though, like I said, I do love me some Nino Brown, J Bone, Foamy, and Young Buckets Esquire. Please say the Esquire. Thank you. What are your thoughts on how COVID will impact the twenty twenty? 2021 NBA season. So next season, i.e. going from the short comeback season into a new season, potential for more injuries, loss, ticket revenue, etc. Well, I don't think well, it depends, ticket revenue and stuff. I don't it, think it depends would, if there can be people there and yeah. they can sell out the the arenas, but the big money is from the TV contracts. That's where they get the majority of their money. That's where they get the big money. Now, you and I we know some NBA guys, right? Um, play, train with some NBA players. And this is, again, this is not fact check. This is just coming from them. And, and I won't say which team it is, but he said they get basically a little over a million, a little over a million per home game from the ticket sales. Yeah. So the TV contracts are definitely more than that. Yeah. And, but that's still a lot of money. I think for me, the way I look at it is... Well, they play 41 home games, right? So that's right. 40 mil. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, hey. That, you might want to hold on to that yeah. one. Yeah. That, that That's a lot of moolah. I'm going to say the first thing that I thought about the NBA season coming back this year, but also next season as well, is potential injuries. Yeah. If guys are sitting at home and they're not... It really depends what they're doing and how hard they're training, but... The NBA is such a high level of basketball. It's such a high level of athletics that you got to be super sharp. Yeah. And especially fine-tuned. Say, for example, this season didn't happen. And or a lot of people it's done for because they're not in the playoff race and all that stuff. Yeah. So then they come back next season and it's like man haven't played for like eight months or whatever it is and not only do you have to play a game because sure they'll be in the gym but now you got to go 82 games you got to go a grueling season i think that that could lead to some potential injury so we'll see obviously i hope that it works out and and i hope that it goes smooth and limited injuries for sure absolutely we us being athletes before anything else we hate injuries yeah you hate to see injuries so let's let's hope that it goes well Jesse L. Rodriguez. What up, Foamy and Buckets? 
Gang, gang, foamy, I realized you had Kevin Abstract on your Patreon quarantine playlist, and I'm curious if you have listened to any of the music from his rap group collective, Brockhampton. Personally, my favorite group of artists out there right now. Much love. Stay safe, Wolfpack baby. Baby, baby. I am a big Brockhampton fan myself. Well, let me rephrase that. I like some of the stuff they do. I like a lot of their music. Some of it doesn't really resonate. Some of it I'm not as crazy about. But Kevin Abstract is super, super dope. Really, really talented dude. Like him a lot. And um, yeah, had had to put him on that playlist, man. I'm a big fan of that song. Cowland Fleming. Can't really think of a topic, but thanks for what you guys are doing. It's nice to see you's back. Ooh, nice to see you's back. Yeah, huh? All right. well, well played. An Irish New Yorker. I like that. Things might not be great right now, but it can only go up. Hope the wolf pack is safe. Insert buckets. 10 out of 10 howl. Ow! All right. Hey, that, that, was, that was a 7 out of 10 That was 10 out of 10. Callan said it. Shouts to you, Callan. And, and, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, really. There it is. I, I'm going to say that was a 7 out of 10, so not quite, but mm. Spiro, the homie Spiro. We need a picture of Bucket's mullet to further inspect its prospering glory. Now, I can just tell you guys what it is. Right now, today, turn to the side, 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10 today. It's going down. 6 out of 10 today. It just depends. You got to trim the sides a little bit. No, no. Sides are good. It's a 15 out of 10. What impact? It's a 15 out of 10. What impact do you think this recent pandemic will have on all major sporting events? So we already talked about that a bit, but... Thoughts on Conor McGregor retiring again from the UFC? I'd say I don't believe it. Uh, that, that's, that's, B, that's bogus. He's trying to get a new contract. That's what they all do. And thoughts on Justin Gaethy's response to him on Twitter? I actually didn't see his response on Twitter. So Me neither. I, I think he know. said he would knock him out, though. Oh, I guess I did see something about that. And he wants uh, Habib. That Gaethy wants Habib? Yeah, Gaethy wants Okay. I don't know how to say his name. Ga- Gagey? I, I think it's Gaethy. 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 Who knows? Tomato, heard, yeah, okay. t- tomato. tomato. Uh, he doesn't want Connor. He wants Habib. Okay. Well, we'll see. That's a fight I would love to watch. Time will tell. Time will tell. Matthew Longo. Thoughts on the other Duck Camo Air Max 90s? Is Nike overusing it now? You know, I stuck to the infrareds. Yeah. I like the, the neon green pair, uh, but... I wasn't huge on those, as I told you, but I kind of like the other ones that have like the dark reds in them. Yeah, it's like I, the, I like. I I think yeah. I think to answer your question, I think maybe they they have overdone it a little bit. Well, they did three, kind it, of. It's not so much the number; it's more so feels like they're just pumping it out, plugging in different colors and pumping them out, and that's never a good thing. So, I like my infrareds. I'm I'm gonna stick to those. Lacondo. Greetings and good tidings, kind sirs. Dude, no. How, how good of a dude is Lacondo, man? Lacondo, you're a mensch. Wishing you and the Wolfpack mental strength and wisdom in times where it seems scarce in the world. Firstly, I'd like to thank you for putting me on to Giveon through that quarantine playlist you shared. Please update the playlist when possible. And actually, that's a great idea. I will update it and I will hit you with another playlist. Another okay. one. Okay. I was thinking about putting together like a, a kind of a feel good, you know, positivity. Yeah, yeah. Something to you know. You know, I know the last few weeks have been really heavy, especially, and you know, the last few months even people have been dealing with some different stuff and 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 really struggling with different things. So, feel good playlist soon cometh. But I also will update 
uh, that original one too. So stay tuned for that. And uh, what else do we got here? P.S. Buckets needs to start listening to music and doing things again. Hashtag make buckets great again. Hey. I love it. Make buckets great Lacondo, again. I just called you a bench. And you do this shit to me? <laughs> make I'm buckets. putting cases on all you motherfuckers. <laughs> not, mo- not motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. Bitches, I think is what he says. Uh, but, yeah. All right. I'm not going to call a condo that. Okay. Well, you, you call, oh, wow. Okay. No, on all you. Call you. Him, I, call, I, I, didn't, I didn't specify him. Exactly. Change, so, change the article. Exactly. So <laughs> if you said bitches, it wouldn't be to him either. Okay, okay. Make buckets great again. Lacondo, I agree 100%. We must make buckets great again. You know, there was a time in our lives where buckets actually would put me on to music. Drake, put on to me by buckets. This is before. This is before almost anyone knew about him. J. Cole, this is before almost anyone knew about him. Somehow, Young Buckets Esquire knew about him. And now, he's the non-musical guy. So I, I want to ask... The Wolfpack and anyone listening, if anyone remembers datpiff.com. Yeah, yeah, datpiff is still a thing. No, I know it's still a thing, but at that time, that's how I was doing it. Yeah, I, was, I, mean, we're I, was, I was all over fucking datpiff. You were all over datpiff. This is like going back. This is like 2008. Eight. 2008-ish. Yeah, that's that. That's crazy. Buckets was on just, it. So just downloading viruses onto my computer. Hashtag make buckets great again. Lastly... Can I get a starting five? You know, you know, we love us some starting fives of TV dads, sitcom, drama, animated, no restrictions. It could be friend, Fred Flintstone. It could be Al Bundy. Peace. Okay. That's an incredible topic. So starting five. So for the Father's Day, let's. Oh, yeah. Perfect timing, too, because we have Father's Day coming up on. What is it? Sunday? Yeah. So here's the thing. The Mount Rushmore is just like the greatest. Yeah. The starting five were actually factoring in skill level, hoop prowess. Yeah. And how they would perform on a court. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So let's do it. Number one, Al Bundy. Al Bundy's in the mix because he was an incredible football player. He was a great athlete. You you hear those stories. I, I know that he was a football player, but football players are not frequently. But I mean, you got to look at the, the pawn that we're selecting from here. You know, we're, we're, we're talking about dads. Okay. So, I mean- Al Bundy or Carl Winslow? I'm going Bundy. I'm going Bundy because he's he's better uh, athletic. Carl Winslow, I packed that thing too. I packed that thing too. <laughs> concerns me a little bit. It concerns <laughs> definitely concerns me a little bit. But you come around here, <laughs> incredible. Uh, shouts to Waterbury, Connecticut for yeah. that for that for that gem of a human being yeah. and that gem of a soundbite. But man, so I'm going Bundy. Okay, so I'm, I'm just trying to think of some dads. We got Danny Tanner. Okay, Danny Tanner, he creeps me out a little bit. Well, he's creepy because later in life, you find out that Bob Saget's kind of a strange individual. Danny Tanner's out. I'm, I'm going to go with Homer Simpson. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homer Simpson. Yeah, Homer Simpson, dude. I, I, I got to put... I gotta Did get you see me the on mix. the news? Is this going to be on news? <laughs> I got to get homie in the mix. Okay. All right? Foamy's homies, all yeah. right? So, homie and Bundy. And then, and then I'm going to assign positions... Afterwards, okay. So Tim the Toolman Taylor, man, he's a good dad. Who are some good dads? Man, Carl Winslow, great dad. Tony Soprano, Tony Soprano, but Tony Soprano can't shoot hoops. Have you seen now Baklava or Bobby Bacliere? Yeah, 
He he can play a little bit. I haven't seen him hoop. I, I saw uh, Ralph and and Vito playing. They suck. They were absolutely so bad. Vito Ralph stinks. Vito was just trying to go back inside. He was sweating too much in the track. Bacliere is good. You'll see him in a few episodes. Okay. He he he's got some. He's got a nice post game. Yeah. I'm going actually Jim Halpert because he becomes a dad later in the show. Okay. And like that's part of his character is that he's a dad and he's actually. It's not a typical. He's not the typical dad guy. But you know what? We'll go Jim Halpert. We'll slot him in at our two because we need his scoring ability. Yeah. He had a nice behind the back. Got Roy from the, from the factory. He did, yeah. you know, and they were playing for love. Yeah. So, or the heart of a woman. Yes. Oh man. So we got Halpert at the two. I think we got to go. I think we got to go Homer at the five. Yeah. Big body. Homer. He's a big body. He's going to put, put that, put that belly on you. Put that belly on him. Yeah. And. I think we're going to go Bundy at the four. Okay, I like it. I like the athleticism. He's kind of our three and D guy. Now we need a point guard. Oh, man. And we need a power forward. Okay. Man, who are some dads? I'm thinking about maybe some animated dads. Now, Fred Flintstone, I don't think he... Stan Smith, American dad. We got Phil Dumphy. That guy's guy's not getting it done. I just think... I I like the Dumph dog, but he's not I like the Dumph dog. I think he might be a little uncoordinated. Um... He just seems like kind of goofy. Yeah, he's not getting it done. He, that, that guy in real life, though, huge Oregon Ducks fan. Man, so maybe he does have some skills. Uh, being a fan of sports and being a athlete are two different things, also known as an athlete. Man, who do we got? You know, I'm trying to think of some other dads. You got Peter Griffin. No, that guy's not Slot getting Slot him in at the four? No. We no. may have to go Danny Tanner just because he's tall. I don't actually know how tall he is. I think Danny Tanner's pretty tall. Let, let me see here. Um, how tall is Bob Saget? What do we got here? 6'4". Wow. 6'4". Okay. So he's, he's our foreman. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know what? He's a creep. And we're putting Al Bundy at the three. Al Bundy's at the three. He's oh, been at the three. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you put him at the four. No, no. Put him at the three. So Danny Tanner at the four. You know what? We're going to flip it even a little bit more. We're going to go Homer at the four. We're going to go Danny Tanner at the five because oh. Homer's not 6'4". Okay. So we're putting our tallest guy at the five. And he's lean, so I, I think he's going to be able to move a little bit. Okay. You know, he's going to be, he's going to have a little Giannis in his game. Okay. 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 So who's our point guard? Danny Tanner Tacumpo. Yeah. Now he's our need, five man. He's our five. Now we need a point guard. Who is going to be our point I'm guard? I'm going Tim the Toolman Taylor. I'm just picking him. Oh, man. What about... He was kind of a klutz, though. What about Walter White? You know, you think about a guy who's, like, got to run plays, and he had, he had the mind yeah, for it. Yeah, he had the mind for it. Well, let's go Walt White. I, I think he's the coach. He's the coach? Yeah, he's the... Uh, he's too old? Yeah, he's the strategician. Okay, so he yeah, he's the analytic guy. So Heisenberg is, is the coach. Okay, I like that. Man, who are we going to throw at the point? It's it, it's 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 a tough tough call, Tim, Tim the Toolman Taylor, Tim the Toolman. That's what you're hitting me with. Yeah. Oh man. Or Hank Hill. You know one of the problems. Now Hank Hill can't move. I mean he's. I mean if, if that's the case, we might as well. Bobby. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> what a, man. It's so funny when they stand all at the fence and they just drink beer and it fast forwards. Oh, I have one. I have one. Cool. What about? Walking Dead. Rick Grimes? Rick Grimes. Okay. I like it. At the point. 
That's who I'm going with. I think he can out-tough almost anyone. And I think that he can definitely out-tough Tim the Toolman Taylor. Bill for violence. Yeah, he is. He is. And we want a rugged team. This is a team that's going to foul out of a lot of games. Yeah. Because they're going to be playing... They're going to be playing jailhouse style. Physical. Very, very physical. We know how Bundy gets down. No blood, no foul. Yeah, we know how Bundy gets down. You know, Tanner is definitely, we, we talked about him. We didn't know this at the time, but come to find out. He's Big a he, creep. He, and not even just a creep. He's just a, he's just a nut. Yeah. He's just a crazy ass dude. So there is our Father's Day special starting five. Yes. There it is. For all the Fajas. To all the Fajas around the world. We're talking to you. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. And in fact, there won't be another episode before this one. So this is the Father's Day episode technically. And we are saying happy Father's Day. Yeah. There, there you is. go. You want to sing them a song or something or all the I dads don't. out there? I just want to say, Luke, I am your father. There you go. Terry Zier. Hey, boys. I just want to say welcome back to the fearless leaders of our pack. Wow. Okay, wow. I love it. You're free. You're getting me riled inspiring. up. Inspiring. We all we got, insert howl. Buckets Ow! There you go. That was like an eight out of 10. I like it. With that said, I'm coming with the high heat. Okay. He's throwing a fastball. Oh, throwing the he, cheese. He's throwing the cheese. What do we got here? What is your stance on bread heels? Love them or hate them? Hate them. Hate them. Hate them. I don't even eat them. Hate them. Do not like them. There has been times in my life where I've been forced to eat them. I don't enjoy it. it so if you're forced to eat it, what you got to do is toast it. They are better toasted, especially a lot of times by the time you get to them, they're a little stale. The bag's been left open a little bit, maybe. You know, rugged times. You got to be Rick Grimes with it. Yeah. You, you got to get very, very rugged. You can't. Tim the Toolman Taylor is not going to cut it. No. You know, he's, he's going to see some heels and he's, he's not going to know what to do. He's not going to cut the mustard. But some people prefer the heels. What? Yeah. Some people no, prefer the heels. No, that's bullshit. Nobody yeah. prefers those. Yeah. Nah. I and, haven't met a single individual. And B, how about this one? He's coming with the high heat for real. Oh, okay. He's asking the tough questions. Yeah. Have you tried dark roast Jif? I have not. I did not even know it existed. Dark roast. Is it chocolate? Dark Jif. Peanut butter, man. No, but, but what's the dark roast? It's just a darker roast of peanut, man. No, I think that might be like a like a Nutella type of competitor. Okay, here we go. Dark roast Jif. Let's put it in here. The fact checker. Wow, here it is. It looks nice. It's got a nice color to it. Peanut butter? Amazon. So it is, it's peanut butter. Oh, Pe wow. It's limited. It must be limited too on Amazon, currently unavailable. Wow. So let me get the quick hitters here. Peanut butter is one of my favorite things in the on earth. Bold and rich flavor. Now, flavor is spelt O-U-R. So is this like an English thing? Uh, this is- Bold and rich flavor. Okay. It's, it's gluten-free. That's like when they spell- uh, they, yeah, they love to put the U in there. They got the three stack on the PB and J's. Now I respect that. That's three individual sandwiches, not the three stack. That's true. Three sandwiches stacked on top of each other. The three stack, also known as the PB and J uh, Big Mac. I like to call it the double decker. The double decker is also another acceptable name yeah. for it. Is um, you get a sandwich, one regular sandwich, two pieces of bread. You put peanut butter on the top of that sandwich. You put jelly on the top of another piece of bread. Or on the bottom, technically. No, yeah. no, I like, just the way I like to do it myself, I don't want jelly because it, it sogs through the top. Wait, what? So, you put, so you're biting into Three pieces a double-decker, and the top piece, the ceiling, has jelly on the top? No, 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 no. What are you talking about? Yeah, on the bottom. 
Yeah, no, on the bottom of the other piece of bread. That's what I'm saying. You said on the top. Okay, hang on. Look, so you have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, I, I, I know how bread. It works, No, 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 dude. look. Okay, look, I'm just doing an illustration for you. I'm going to okay. explain it to everybody else. Okay, so on the ceiling of your sandwich, right. you have jelly. Okay. Potentially, or peanut butter, So whatever. you're saying peanut butter on the other side. Peanut butter on the roof. For sure, yeah. And then jelly on the other ceiling. Not on the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, 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 I see how you're saying it. Okay, yeah, but on There's the bottom a, of that The bread, ceiling is the roof. I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, we were both saying the same thing. You were describing it like like a moron. No, you were getting confused on roof yeah, and ceiling. Yeah, moron. Uh, Shouts to Dave Chappelle, by the way. Yeah. Again, incredible set that he did addressing everything that's going on right now. He is the comedian goat, and I miss Charlie Murphy, man. Yeah. I miss Charlie Murphy. Lord knows- Show Charlie Murphy your titties. Charlie Murphy, those Dave Chappelle, Charlie Murphy skits, some of the best things to ever grace a screen, not even a television screen, a phone screen, an iPad. The silver screen. It's it's just incredible, and we, we miss him very much. Yeah. So shouts to Charlie Murphy. Shouts to Charlie Murphy, but you were getting confused on ceiling and roof. That's all. No, I definitely was not. And I also was not getting confused on this. It's not. It is creamy, cremeu. I, I think they're trying to go European. Cremeu? What do you mean, cremeu? Cremeu. Look, look, you see what it says there. I'm just I ne- reading the I label. I never even heard that word. I'm just reading the label, Paul. Is there, an, is there an X in there? We're going Raging Cajun? Yeah. Go Tigers. Or French. Go Tigers. European. Go Tigers. Bobby Boucher. <gasps> no, that, no, that's... Sorry. Not the Tigers. No, that's the coach of LSU. Yeah, I know. But Bobby Boucher also. Remember the guy who couldn't say anything? You didn't... Yeah. The whole movie, you don't know one word that he says? <laughs> yeah. And then he's in several other Adam Sandler movies. Yes. The Raging Cajun, man. Yeah. You got to love him. So no, I have not tried Dark Roast, but I would be, it would be my honor. Okay. For research purposes. Yeah, for sure. What do we got here? Ron P. Foamzell and Esquire. Goats of the pod game. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I was listening to some old episodes and came across the end of episode 28. 40 seconds left. Okay. So he's giving us a time. Okay. Stamp. Wow. Okay. I respect it. <laughs> When Foamy's Terrence Howard came out, which has to be one of the funniest moments in the pods so far. Question, what who do you or no, what do you both think is the funniest podcast moment so far? 87 episodes in. I guess now technically 88 episodes 88. in. Hang on, so what, maybe Terrence the pack Howard? wants to share theirs too. Wolfpack. What did you um, do about Terrence Howard? What did I say? Was I singing Sunset Park? No, not Sunset Park. Was I singing um the uh you know it's hard out here for a pimp was i was i going hustle skinny, and flow with it skinny man skinny man what the fuck happened to you man he literally gets him in a bathroom stall you know when he saw the cassette tape in the toilet bowl yeah when he saw he his demo on it. when he saw his demo in the toilet bowl. his demo tape he had he had to fuck him up <laughs> But then he had to get out of there so do we want to go back to episode 27 cuz i have no clue i think he's at 28 28 I think with 40 seconds left episode 28 with 40 seconds left very quickly I'm just gonna say that I'm watching Sopranos as I've been mentioning over and over again and they just did Christopher Moltisante's uh intervention and Sil goes they're all reading off of a piece of paper or whatever okay Sil reads off of people's paper he says Chrissy I came into the bing and you had your head by the toilet 
your hair was in the toilet water. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> when the, the intervention was funny. <laughs> oh my God. They're so funny. They're all just, just they're all just letting them have yeah. it. Yeah. And, right. and then Paulie is like, I don't write nothing down. It, it, and he's the, like, you're weak yeah. and you fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. start beating his ass. Episode 28. Here we go here. Wow, how crazy was that? I said, here we go. I hit play and it said, here we go. Wow. Okay, put, put that thing up to the mic. No, I am, but I'm getting the right spot here. 45 seconds. Here it is. So five seconds and then his timestamp. Wait, wait, did I go skinny, mate? Oh, skinny, oh mate. skinny, mate. Did I go Terrence Howard? You went hustle and flow. Damn. Skinny, mate. What the fuck happened to you, mate? What happened to you, mate? Look at that. And that just goes to show you. Look at that. So however many months later, a year later, and there it is. When I hear Terrence Howard, I still go back to that bathroom stall. <laughs> Skinny, man. What happened to you, So man? I think, but how did we get into that? I'm going to rewind it a little bit more. Fat Kid Deals on Twitter, at Fat Kid Deals. Get your life right, man. Hey, hey, wow. Hey, wait, wait, wait. So I accidentally said, man, get your life right, man. Um, also, shouts to Fat Kid Deals, by the way. Verified. They just got verified on Twitter. Long overdue. I got 460 thousand they're making the world a much better place and not verified and then i i look sometimes at people that i don't even know i don't even know what it is that they do and they're verified i, I don't understand it also uh, Twitter, i never know what they're doing back there what do they do what is she doing back there i never know what she's doing back ma the meatloaf so it's do we get a verification thing we got some fake profiles out there we got some fake accounts trying to impersonate our good name yeah we need the verification too twitter you got to verify us, all right? Listen. I don't know how it works. Listen, my boy. You, you, you got to do it. You got to verify us. Please, give us that blue check. It's long overdue. Very long overdue. All right, let's jump back in But I don't, I, I don't know what's the funniest thing that's happened on the podcast. Oh, okay, I didn't even answer. I, I got all into the skinny man yeah. that I didn't even. Man, funniest, funniest. Probably just me just over and over, just absolutely intellectually dominating you. That's not funny at all. Just pure intellect. It, it doesn't happen, and it's not funny. No, it's very funny because people are like, "Oh, look at this idiot! Look <laughs> That's at this not idiot. funny. That's bullying." And um, oh wow, okay, <laughs> I'm I'm pot, I'm cyber bullying you via the pod. Okay, <gasps> unbelievable. Um, Chris Lee, what's the funny? Okay, more funny questions. Yeah. What's the funniest pranks you've ever pulled on each other or the fam? Okay. We're not much of a prank family because- Not big on pranks. Faja doesn't like the pranks. I was just going to say, if you knew our pops- You wouldn't pull any pranks. No pranks. Serious guy. Yeah. Okay. He's a serious guy and uh, throws a pretty good right hand. Yeah. All right. So you don't- Also has a has a very, um, very nice choke, a, a, a one hand choke bar. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's kind of like Undertaker <gasps> when, he, when he goes with a one hand choke and lifts you yeah, off the ground. Yeah. It's very Undertaker-esque. But I don't know if that's where you learned it, or I don't know if maybe he taught that to the Undertaker. Yeah, you never know. But timeline's fuzzy. But man, some pranks. Any pranks? I'm trying to think. I'll tell you one thing that you told me. One time, this is going back. Manny, oh, I, oh, I got one. I, I got, got, it's story time after this. Go ahead. Okay. I, well, story time. I don't want to hear that story. Okay. Nah, you know uh, what I'm going to uh, say. Yeah, but, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, but. Basically, mom came home from grocery shopping. Okay. And you came in the room and you wanted me to go help her bring it in or whatever. Okay. And you were like, but she didn't get anything good. You were like, she got Duke's mayonnaise. <laughs> and I was so pissed. <laughs> and I went out there and I only saw the Duke's mayonnaise. I didn't see anything else. 
because I had asked her to get certain things. So you, so you, so were I just, I was like, what? I was like, did you get anything? And she did get everything, but she just so happened to get the Dukes. So okay. I, I don't know if this is a prank or you just tricked me. This isn't, this isn't a prank. This is also a bad story to tell. Also, you sound like the suburban kid who's like, damn it, mom, get the fuck out of my room. You got fucking Dukes mayonnaise. Fuck you. AJ Soprano is that kid. AJ Soprano is that kid. Mommy. But that's when the bear comes. Mommy. No. Such a pussy. Yeah. It, n- not, um. You're throwing the P word around a lot. <laughs> last episode, this episode, throwing the pussy word around a, a, a lot. A wuss. A, a wuss. real wuss. You, you throw the W on, on, on the front of it. Okay. I respect it. Now, I'm going to tell an actual story okay. that doesn't suck, okay? No, that wasn't bad. I got tricked by Duke's mayonnaise. That was bad. I salvaged it and made it funny. And this is what I mean. No, by, you're making fun of me, though. I don't sign that. But- I made it funny. I, I came in <laughs> not at my own expense. I don't. I won't allow that. You're this. You're the story guy. No punchline. No punchline. It's just it. The story just ends. It's like one of those movies where you're just like, wait, that's the end? No, it can't be. Just a black screen. All right. You're gonna see. Soon. And, and in, Sopranos finale. You're gonna and, see the black and, screen. And in such is quite a bit of humor, in my opinion. Interesting. Okay. It, it's a. It's an acquired taste. <laughs> Now, here's an actual prank. Okay. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Uh, this, this traumatized me for many years. Let's take it back to the old days. And y- you know it's a good one. You know it was a good prank because Buckets is still traumatized. So this, That's this, how you know it's bullying. It's not a prank. It's okay, bullying. Okay, so we were outside of a middle school, which shall remain nameless. Yeah. We were playing, shooting some hoops. You know, they had some, some basketball Courts, well, not courts, but basketball hoops outside. It was like a series of half courts. Yeah, it's like four or five of them lined up. So we're out there shooting some hoops, and buckets has to go to the bathroom. He's got to num- take, got to take a poop. A number two. He's got to take a number two. He's got to take a poop. So he goes into the school. There was a door that was open, but this was like a Saturday. Yeah, it, it wasn't open. So he goes in, and in hindsight, kind of a creepy school, like a, kind of a scary situation. Probably built in like. The 40s or 50s. Very, like, very ghostly. Very, very know, haunted. It, it definitely had kind of a haunted vibe to it. Dimly lit. You know, it's just not a very good educational establishment. Okay. Yeah. We, we, gotta, we do got to address the education in this country. But so Buckets goes into the bathroom. I wait a little while and I also go into the bathroom. And I start saying his name. But I'm saying it. In a not I'm not a Frank White voice, an older gentleman. It, it, it was I, I did a great impression. I did a great impression, and I scared him. And he thought that he had to get out of there. Now, you were saying you were the janitor. I was saying that I was the janitor and that he was in trouble. And so he was shitting his pants literally. And <laughs> no, I wasn't shitting my pants. I was shitting in the toilet. You, you missed the joke there, big fella. <laughs> no, no, I was uh, shitting the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. He was in the he, he was in the bathroom stall. Everyone, he didn't actually shit in his pants. He shit in the toilet bowl. Okay. The punchline is that it was actually a great moment of valor to take a word from you. It was a great moment of valor because in many situations, a kid may have clammed up and not said anything. But you said, yes, <laughs> it's me. Now, I have a question for you. I'm into taking this shit, man. Jesus. I have a question for you. So, you know, 20 years later. Okay. Okay. What, how would the janitor 
know your name or no i didn't say your name i guess when you i were came like in. hey who's in there yeah oh that's what i said so i came in i said hey who's in there so it wasn't chris walken it was more like ving rames it was it was a it was very deep formidable voice and buckets gave his government he gave his name he was gonna face the music he was gonna he was gonna stand against whatever wrath waited for him outside of that bathroom from stall. his custodial staff yes and he was he was willing to take it on the chin you know you do the crime you got to do the time yeah and, and 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 buckets was willing to do that so uh, a very proud moment as a big brother because i i found out that my little brother wasn't a uh wussy yeah. as <laughs> as you call it and uh that's a word that should just be exterminated by the way wussy wussy that's a bad it's that's a funny word nah, right? that, that's that not, always cracks me up it, it, there's no impact in that word okay <laughs> they gotta throw that word in the garbage it doesn't mean anything you know it's it's like uh it's like a it's like a i don't know what you call it like a washed down version yeah it's definitely a washed down version but Which it's too washed it's, down. no that's why it's funny so that is my best like prank. you freaking wuss <laughs> that's my best prank against young buckets esquire please say the esquire last no but, but then not i came least. out and i like told you what happened and you act like you had no idea what happened Yep, because I had to keep it going. <laughs> a good prank, you keep it going. No, it's, it's like my stories. There was no punchline. There was no end. Like you're just laughing to yourself. I taught you a very, very valuable lesson. Give a boy a fish, feed him for a day. Teach a boy to fish, feed him for a lifetime. I fed you for a lifetime, bro. So uh, you're welcome. In the words of Frank White, you're all welcome. <laughs> Bradley Wilson, no topic no for me. No card games, no nothing. Nothing. A nickel bag. It's all, it, he wants in. I want in. No topic from me, but I know I will tackle this week 10 times harder if you guys could hit me with a classic what's up, dude. Wolfpack, we all we got. Oh, What's up, dude? Hey. What's up, dude? Dude, what's up, dude? Mr. Harvey. Oh, come on. Oh, she's wicked hot. Mr. Harvey. Oh, what's up, dude? Yes. That was, a room, that was from my days of uh, uh, prep school in northern Massachusetts with yeah. a bunch of kids from Boston. What's up, dude? What's oh, up, dude? Mr. Harvey. Yeah. Mr. Harvey was the guy who had to, Mr. Harvey, I should say, was the guy, you he had to sign your slip to, to go, go off, home. To go off campus? And you had to have, like, good reports from all your teachers oh, okay. to go home. So, like us going back to new york city there was some new york guys on the basketball team but very hard for us we did do it a couple times oh it's a, it's a longer journey yeah and for us we were doing it on the greyhound bus which you know unfathomable unspeakable things you see on greyhound <laughs> buses but uh for us it was like a seven hour trip even though you could really make the trip probably in like four four and a half on a greyhound bus on the greyhound bus it was seven or eight hours time space continuum my friend went from north carolina on a Greyhound bus when his grandmother passed away to LA took him a week. Oh, it's incredible. He it's got there. His mom said, you got to go back to school. Oh, it's another crazy. week, two weeks on a Greyhound bus. It's it's crazy. It, it's, no. it's not practical. No, I think, I think for us, we went from the York Massachusetts to New York city, Port Authority. Yeah. Port Authority. Pulling in to in about, I want to say it was maybe like took us 10 or 11 hours one time, but that's None, unbelievable. Nonetheless, the Boston kids used to get to go home. And they would say, what's up, dude? So, so they would go see Mr. Harvey. And they would, ah, Mr. Harvey, come on. What's up, dude? I got to go see my girl. Come on. She's wicked hot, dude. Mr. Harvey, I got to go home. Come on. Was he responsive to that, to the pleading? Not usually. He was a, he was a hardened man. 
Oh, really? No, no, he was all right. No, he wasn't. The, the pleading didn't do anything for him. But, you know, if, if you did what you were supposed to do in school, he signed it. Oh, but if you had bad nah, reports. That's it. Yep. No. Even if you say she's wicked hot, dude. A wicked hot didn't matter to him. Wow. He didn't care about the hot levels. He, he didn't care. It didn't matter. Hey, the Scovilles, as I call it. In the words of The Rock. It doesn't matter. That's what he was hitting him with. Okay. Okay. So where are we at on, on the clock here? We might have to wrap this one. We're out over an hour 10. Over an hour 10. So we'll wrap this one and we will be back soon i know the the episode scheduling got thrown off over the past month or so obviously dealing with everything that's going on right now in the world and in this country specifically it's um it's been tough yeah and so you know we talked about that a little bit last episode but just know that we will get back onto our regular schedule and uh our bonus bonus no yeah and our bonus patreon episodes as well those will be coming very soon and we're going to make up for lost time appreciate your patience uh thank you very much i don't got too much else i don't got too much else anything from you nope is is there a particular song you want to play us out uh no can you think of anything good and that's why we have to hashtag make buckets great again we have to turn you back into a music man you once were a very i'm a very musical i'm a bona fide music man oh no 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 Definitely not. I would like to say Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. You know, it's a, it's an important job. It's an important role. It's a very important role. You know, and uh, so shouts to you. Shouts to everyone out there being a good dad. Uh, you are appreciated. You're very very appreciated. Let's play them out with a little Stormzy. Let's do it. It's a turn of the rucksack. This is a uh, mellow Stormzy. Okay. Searching every corner of my mind. I just, I love, I love the English accent, man. It's incredible. It, it's good, but Looking I think if you have it, it's not good. I, I disagree. Find. I love it. I have my reasons, and life has its lessons. I try to be grateful and count all my blessings, but heavy is the head that wears the crown. Beautiful. It's a beautiful voice. Wonderful melody. <laughs> Amen in Jesus' name, yes, I declare it. Any little seed I receive, I have to share it. Brothers, when they break me down, I can't bear it. But heavy is the head with the crown, I still wear it. You can't hold me down, I still cold. Rain falling down at the bricks, I'm still soaked. Try to put a hole in our shit, we'll build boats. Two birds with one stone, I pull. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pray I never lose, and pray I never hit the show. Promise if I do that, you'll be checking on my health. If it's for my people, I'll do anything to help. If I do it out of love, it's not to benefit myself. Ooh, gotta stay around, but make a comeback too. I know my only mother wants a son back too. They're saying I'm the voice of the young black youth. And then I say, yeah, cool, and then I bum my zoo, and now I'm... Searching every corner of my mind. Every corner, man. Shouts to Stormzy. Episode 88 in Z Books. But a boom, boom, cha.